Wow, welcome back. Another part brings another episode. Stay tuned. It's so heartbreaking to think of the acknowledgement. Part 5, Episode 1. February 28, 2022. I woke up with a heavy heart. It's almost like I'm getting used to this feeling. I thank God, I thank my angels, and I got up and started my day. I wanted today to be the day. I wanted this day to be a good day. I thought, you have more of a power there to help than I do here. When I was ready for the day, I went shopping with Madison. I needed this day out. When we were back home, Madison's friend Chelsea came over and they visited together until we were ready to go to the cemetery. 3.52 p.m. I'm having one of those feelings again. I feel as though I need to do something more. I need to shorten the four-page letter down and start sending it. 5.21 p.m. Madison drove to the cemetery. And because I'm on the passenger side, Madison pulled in on Megan's side, the west side of the cemetery, so I could take pictures and check things out. I took pictures. I have to. After we visit with Megan, Madison drove around to see Wyatt. We visited with him and then drove back by Megan again. We left the cemetery and I told my angels we loved them. We got home and I was able to relax a bit and I needed to. Thank you, dear God. March 1st, 2022. Happy 1st of March. I ran some errands. Madison had some to do too, so we got that done. Madison wanted to go wash her car. She dropped me off at the house and she went to do that. 12.43 p.m. I was thinking of calling Patty and she called me. We didn't talk long, but she sounded drained. I did mention to her that I was thinking of writing beep an email. Patty said, I thought you already did. I said, no, I have written to others, but not beep yet. Patty said it wouldn't hurt. She had to go, so we hung up. When Madison got done, she wanted to go to eat out to beep, beep, to try a new restaurant. Not a new restaurant, just new to us. We enjoyed it, and it was definitely a thumbs up. We got back home and relaxed until it was time for showers and bed. Thank you for this day. March 2nd, 2022. When I woke up this morning at 6.33 a.m., I thought, why isn't anyone listening? I felt sick. I need the help. And I laid here thinking. I rolled over and fell back asleep. When I woke up at 8.49 a.m., I felt better, but the thought was, I have to find something different to do. Show me what to do. Show me how to do it. I got out of bed and I tried not to let my mind go there. As I made my bed, I sat on the edge of it and I prayed to God. Madison left to go to work and I thought, oh no. My next thought is I have to stay busy. 1.51 p.m. I called Patty. There's no answer. She most likely is resting, which she needs to. It's such a quiet day. 2.11 p.m. I got some paper and I started writing a shorter version of the four-page letter. I did get it down and made some good points. And the rest can be told as the story goes on. 
I can't tell it all in an email. I wrote, I have a story to tell. I have traveled several avenues trying to get someone to listen, to view pictures and a video. I don't understand why they don't or they won't. Please help. Briefly, I wrote, May 7, 2015, floodwater flooded a cemetery. May 9, 2015, I visited the cemetery to find headstones moved. I took pictures. My granddaughter was laid to rest since 1999 west of a south tree. We called the city over and over again, and 10 months later, I met with the city manager. They said they cut down a tree, a tree that never stood there. Pictures shown. I went into an investigating mode. I probed. I compared pictures taken from 1999, well, until now. I reenacted pictures. I had a picture overlaid, and they don't match up. I took a picture of the tree standing to compare to the picture of the north tree or the south tree root. The north tree was cut out after a storm had cracked it in half, October 2010, May 2011, Google Earth. Please help. There is so much more to the story. To the effect, we don't even know if we have my granddaughter's remains. Thank you, Emily McMahon. As I wrote that, I looked over at the microwave clock and the time was 2.22 p.m. And I thought to myself, I'm not giving up babies. When I was done, I had to lay down. I dozed off and I slept for about 25 minutes. The phone rang and it woke me up. I don't know why I felt the need to lay down in the middle of the day. I never used to be like that. I got up and I knew I needed to get out of the house and go for a ride or find something to do. I did get out. It was a beautiful day today in the 70s. I had to mail some letters and I went to visit a friend. When I got home, I didn't have long to wait until Madison came home, so I knew I would be all right for today. It's weird because I can feel it coming on, the stress. I hate the feeling, but I know when I start to feel that way, I have to stay busy. Okay, so now that I have the email letter shortened down, I need to start sending it. Dear God, give me that strength. Give me the knowledge. Give me the voice. Give me the courage, the confidence, the know-how to get this done and get it fixed. Thank you. March 3rd, 2022. I woke up from a dream screeching. It's too much. When I laid my head on the pillow, it's, I was confused. I laid there thinking, the stress is too much. I laid there and I fell back asleep. When I woke back up, I didn't even think of the dream. 10.03 a.m., Madison and I left to go to the cemetery. Madison wanted to go this morning before work. When I arrived at the cemetery, I pulled in on the east side of the cemetery to visit with Wyatt. We sat with him for a while, just checking on things. I pulled around to Megan, the west side. I started taking pictures of the west side fence line. I had mentioned before that they were removing the fence on that side, the west side. 
As I drove closer to Megan's area, I noticed the fence was just opened in some areas. They weren't widening the cemetery as I thought they may be doing. It looks to be like they're planting trees or putting in new fence poles. And I was relieved. It took a big weight off of me that I have been feeling since I noticed the fence was being removed. Thank you for that. Help me to get this done for you. I left the cemetery. We got home and Madison left to go to work. 11.23 a.m. I went to visit my daughter, Nicole. The afternoon is nice. The weather is beautiful. 1.17 p.m. I noticed Patty had called and I called her back. She didn't answer. 5.39 p.m. Patty called again. We talked for about 25 minutes. She asked, how are you? I said, I'm good. How are you? She sounds good. I could tell, though, she has run herself down out of gas. She said, I still haven't heard from Beep. He hasn't returned my call or message. I said, all I'm concerned with is I hope he's all right. He's not in trouble for reaching out. Patty said, Em, he was old 30 years ago. I don't know why he wouldn't reply. I said, I'm just going to move on. I have shortened the four-page letter into a page and a half, and it may still be too long for an email, but I will find out when I try to send it. I added the headlines, and I could fill in the details if I can get someone to listen. Patty said, good for you. You did good, Em. We talked a few more minutes and hung up. The rest of the evening, after dinner, I cleaned up and when it was time for bed, I was ready. March 5th, 2022. Boy, oh boy, some days are good and others not so good. I'm so darn emotional this morning. I cried and I cried some more. I ache, my heart hurts. I feel as though I'm fighting against the world by myself. 5.03 p.m., Madison and I went to the cemetery. I think I needed to go. 5.28 p.m. I pulled up to Wyatt's area. The sun is so bright where we were sitting. So I pulled around to the other side of the cemetery and I talked to him. I prayed to him. I walked towards the car then I pulled up to Megan's area. 5.33 p.m. The sun in the picture looks as though it's wrapped around the pole, the light pole. I noticed a green aura in the picture too. Two out of four of the pictures I took had green oars in it. I walked toward the car and I sat there for a few minutes looking out at her area wondering why no one wants to fix it. I drove away telling my angels I loved them and I drove home. And after the evening, I thanked God for this day. March 6, 2022. I decided this morning when I woke up I'm not going to get down today. I'm not going to be so hard on myself. After all, it's not my fault. It's not Megan's fault. My morning went well. I cleaned. I did laundry. I'm getting things done for the new week. My evening is calm. It's peaceful. I kept thinking happy, positive thoughts the rest of the evening. March 7th, 2022. Good thoughts this morning. Madison had work to do, so we went to do that. It took us three hours. When we were done, we went to eat. 
before we were done and as I got in the car, I checked my phone because I had left it in the car. I had a message from Gail. Gail is my sister-in-law. 3.45 p.m., Gail wrote, I gave Summer your phone number so you two can talk about the cemetery. Did you want me to leave this packet with her? And you can mail me one. It's up to you. I'm with her now. 3.48 p.m., I wrote, yes, leave it with her. Yes, she can call me, and thank you so much. I will get you another one in the mail. Gail wrote, all right, thank you, and she will be so happy. I wrote, I will be too, and yes, thank you. I told Madison, I'm happy we came out of the restaurant when we did. I didn't have to keep anyone waiting. Madison agreed. When I drove away from the restaurant, we went to the cemetery. 4.04 p.m., I pulled up to Wyatt. We visited with him for a while, and the sun is shining, and I felt a sense of peace here. I wish my babies could have lived on earth with us. 4.15 p.m., I pulled up to Megan's area, and I took a few pictures, and it's sad to sit here and know 100% that the headstones are not where they should be. God, help me to finish this for you. Help me to get this fixed for you and the angels without their headstones. When Madison came in from her day, we went to bed. Good night. March 8, 2022. 10.35 a.m. I'm on my phone for a little bit this morning, and I had commented on something on Facebook. Beep! Beep! Commented. Emily, you won. Check my phone profile. I was a little skeptical about reading that, and when I saw that, I felt a need to reach out to her, so I did. I replied, beep, beep. I have a story for you. I would like to. I need to share it. 10.47 a.m., my brother John called. We talked for about an hour. John said, are you all right? What do you need? I said, I need someone to help me, help me to get this fixed for all of them. I said, I don't know why God gave me this and I'm going through this like this with no resolution. I don't understand why no one wants to fix it. John said, someone will help. Not long after, Gail came in from work and John and I hung up. 3.33 p.m., I turned on my phone to see the time, and I looked up the contact information for beep, beep. I found the phone number, email address, and the address to her show. When I saw the time, I was happy. A tight feeling in my stomach, but a happy feeling. I said repeatedly, thank you, God. I think I will start by sending her a text message. 3.48 p.m., I wrote, beep, a text message. I wrote, good day, beep. I would like to talk to you about something that has happened. I need advice, a finger pointed to guide me on what else I can do. I have traveled several avenues with good pointers that I have followed through with. May I ask to talk to you? Let me tell you my story, show you pictures, video, reenactment pictures, and an overlay picture. Please help me. This is 100% the truth and it needs to be known. Thank you, Emily McMahon. And I left her my phone number and email address. 
A second later, I received the link for beep. Gosh, wow. I hope this is the shot I made and I hope it lands on bullseye. How ironic it would be to talk to beep and get a resolution. I would thank her forever. It was a long shot, but I did it. Madison and I finished dinner. We had taken some of the street tacos Madison had made to my son's family. When we got back home, I relaxed after I cleaned the kitchen. And I haven't thought much about the text message I sent to beep. I am praying and hoping that it all works out. Good night to all. March 9th, 2022. I had a busy morning. I got back home about 1230. About 2.22 p.m. this afternoon, I saw the time on the clock. And I thought to myself, I'm not giving up babies. I promise you that. When I thought that I had a good feeling and I pray, beep, will help. I'm staying positive and hopeful. March 10th, 2022. My great niece, Carla, had made plans with me to spend the morning afternoon with her to get our nails done and to have lunch. She is treating me for my birthday. And I appreciate it so much. 11.08 a.m. I picked Carla up and I drove to the nail salon Madison and I usually go to. When we were done there, we went to the restaurant and had lunch. After lunch, I drove around for a little while, then I headed toward the cemetery. 3.44 p.m. I pulled into the cemetery and I drove back to see Wyatt. I showed Carla where he is laid to rest. 3.51 p.m. I pulled around to show Megan's area. Carla and I sat and talked about some of it, and we came up with an idea. We will do the new station soon. I'm so thankful for Carla. We left the cemetery, and I drove around a little more so I didn't have to take her right home. After I did drop her off, I went home and relaxed a little bit. Madison is off work and wants me to go with her, so I did. And while we were gone, I received a message. 6.17 p.m., Gail, my sister-in-law, message. She wrote, this is Summer's card and work number. She sent me a business card for Summer. 6.30 p.m., I wrote, all right, thank you. Is she going to call me when she's done, or should I call her? And thank you so much. Gail wrote, not sure, I just told her you wanted to talk to her, and I don't have her home or cell number. I wrote, all right, thank you. Wow, that's some good news, unexpected news. Thank you so much, Gail. I'm so grateful that at times, someone sends me some kind of information. We are going to get another snowstorm. Madison and I are getting things done before it gets too late. March 11, 2022. When I woke up this morning, I opened my shade and looked out. We were covered in snow. I said, happy birthday to me. I knew I wasn't going anywhere, so I will make the best of the day inside. 12.50 p.m., I received a message from Beep. She wrote, TGI, your birthday. Happy birthday, my friend. Thanks for texting me. Now go do something wonderful to celebrate. You heard me. Now scoot. 
I replied, thank you so much. It means so much to me. This made me feel good and hopeful she will help. Beep, please help. Madison had to go out in the weather to go to work. But when she got off, she came in with bags and bags of groceries. I asked, what are you doing? She said, I'm making dinner. I got you a cake. I said, oh, baby, you are such a good girl. I love you and thank you. She made dinner, and it was done about 6.30 p.m. And about that same time, someone knocked on the door, and it was my babies, all of them that could be here. Samantha and Jose with my little babies, Jose Jr. and Olivia, and Tony, one of Jose's friends, Jeff and Shia, my son and daughter-in-law, and their son, Jeff Jr., and a bit, little bit later, Nicole, Zoe, and Lily, and Bree came too. When Madison's friend got off work, he also came by. It was such a nice surprise, and we all had a good time. Thank you, Madison. Thank you to all. The day was awesome. I couldn't have asked for anything more. I had all my babies together. I adore all of you. March 12, 2022. I woke up this morning with a bad gut feeling, a feeling of me not doing enough. I prayed to God. I asked God to help me. What else can I do? Please guide me, watch over me, and help me to get this done. Today, and most of the day too, I relaxed, I recuperated, I needed to. My great-granddaughter came to visit for a few hours and it helped me to keep my mind off of other things. Thank you for this day. March 13, 2022, another morning of a heavy heart. Man, please stop. Please help me to finish this then I can go on in life. 2.11 p.m., I went to go pick up my great-grandson and great-granddaughter, and most likely just for the day. I don't know if they will stay the night yet, and I love spending time with them. March 14, 2022, what an emotional morning. Madison had to get her car estimates, so I got better to get myself together, to go with her. I couldn't be by myself today. I could barely get the words out to tell you. I just couldn't be by myself today. I went with her. When we were done, we got back home, then left to go to the cemetery. 2.24 p.m., I pulled into the cemetery, and I pulled as I pulled into the top of the hill, I saw they were having a funeral. So I pulled to the street between Megan and Wyatt, and I took a left turn at the street, went back to the backside, and we sat with him for a while. When we were done near Wyatt, I pulled up to Megan. 2.30 p.m., I took pictures from the street looking west. I just can't believe that these people do not want to fix this. As I'm leaving the cemetery, I told my angels I loved them. After I got home, I received a message from my older sister asking me a question. And when she named the girl that was with me back in November when we were at her house, she named the girl Megan, but her name is Carla. Seemed odd to me. Madison didn't get in tonight until about 11.30 p.m. But once she was home, I went to bed. 
I laid down and then thought I needed to tell Madison something. I said, Madison, Madison said what? I said, can you hear me? She said, yes. I said, you know, earlier I talked with Aunt Jeannie and she was wanting me to come up at the end of the month. She said, yes. I said, well, she said in the message that the girl that came with you before, Megan, can come with you this time. Madison said, oh, wow. She called Carla Megan? I said, yeah, weird, huh? Madison said, yeah, that is weird, real weird. We said good night and went to bed. March 15, 2022. I have these emotional mornings, and sometimes it scares me. When I woke up this morning, my first thought was, these are the kind of mornings I dread. In the next minute, I got up, sat on the edge of the bed, and I told God, thank you. I said thank you to my angels, and I started the day. 9.18 a.m., the phone rang, and it's Patty. We talked for about an hour and 20 minutes, and as we talked, I could tell she is choked up especially talking about her dad. I listened and I talked with her also. We changed the subject when she asked, what have I been up to? I said, I sent beep a text message. She said, wow, really? I said, yes. And then she responded with a text and she even sent me a message telling me happy birthday. Patty said, wow, Em, that is good, really good and you got a response, so the communication is open. I said, yes, I just hope she will be able to help, help until the end, not tell me something and then not follow through. We talked about beep and what could have happened to him. I told Patty, I just wish we knew if he's all right, if he got fired, if he's not allowed to talk to us. What, Patty said, him? He was old when he was helping me, and that was like 30 some years ago. I said, oh, I know, but I just wish I knew why he cut me off. He was the one that kept the door open to let me know how, you know, it worked out to let him know. I tried, but he didn't respond. I just hope he is well. Patty said, I think if he could help you, he would but he gave you a couple pointers, so we will go with them. I said, oh yes, and I appreciate it too, as I have appreciated everyone that's given me the pointers. Patty said, send me the messages from beep and her contact information. I said, I will, give me a little bit and I will. We talked a little longer and hung up. I cleaned up and then Madison got off work so we went to finish shopping for some graduation decorations that we will need at the end of June. Seems like a busy year for the graduation decorations. But we got all done but the paper plates and plastic cups. The color scheme is red, yellow, and blue. Winnie the Pooh. 11.38 a.m. I sent Patty a message. I sent her the messages between beep and I. Patty wrote, crazy cool. You would think, first think of an auto-generated email, but your birthday? Wow, that is way cool, Em. Thank you. I needed good news somewhere, Em. I wrote, I pray for you, and it is so cool to have beep on our side. I'm hoping. Yes, good.
Good news is always good. Patty wrote, yes, it is, Em. After Madison and I got done at the party stores, I drove to pick up my granddaughter Zoe and their cousin on their dad's side, Bree. We got pizza and they visited for a little while and Madison and the girls went to the store. When they got back, I drove to Zoe's and dropped her and Bree back off. It was late when we got back and I got ready for bed and I was ready for it too. I stayed busy today, so not too many tears were shed. Thank you, dear God. March 16, 2022. My phone rang early again this morning. 9.03 a.m. Madison is up and ready to go to work. When she left, I cleaned and then our friend, B, came over to drop some fertilizer off that he picked up. Fertilizer for the grass. After we unloaded the truck, he left and I got ready to go pick up my great-grandbabies. I spent the afternoon with them. We went shopping. We got pizza and wings on the way to my house. When we got there, the kids played. We shot a game of pool, the three of us, me, Jose Jr., and Olivia. At the end, I scratched. Jose Jr. scratched, so Olivia won. She's five. We had fun. While we were playing the three-way game of pool, Olivia asked if we could go see baby sissy. I said, baby brother and sissy? She said, yeah. I said, yeah, if you want to go, we can. Jose Jr. said, who is baby sissy? I said, she is Madison's sister and Madison's baby brother. Jose Jr. said, oh yeah. I said, Zoe's sister and brother and Lily's sister and brother. Olivia said, yeah. I said, yeah, we will go when we were done playing this game. When we were done playing, Olivia won again. We left to go to the cemetery. The kids got in the car and I fastened them in their seatbelts. And I'm driving down the road and it seemed like it got quiet. I asked, are you two still with me? And I laughed. My great-grandson said, I am. Olivia is asleep. 6.59 p.m. Yes, the time change has gotten us staying lighter later. 7.01 p.m. When I pulled into the cemetery, I saw the moon. I stopped to take a picture, then I drove on to see Wyatt. I tried to wake Olivia, but she didn't get up, so I proceeded on and visited with them. Jose Jr. is busy playing on the phone, so I sat and talked with them quietly. When I pulled around to Megan, I saw the sun setting. It's going down in some dark clouds. The picture is phenomenal. I love it. I saw the moon rising in the east and the sun setting in the west in a minute of time. It's awesome. And all the while sitting with my angels. That made it even more awesome. Thank you, dear God. Thank you, my angels, for this. Olivia was the one who led me out here, and she's asleep by the time we got here. But I got to experience the moon rising and the sun setting. I took my babies over to my son, Jeff. They stay at my house to play during the day, and they spend the night at their mama and papa's house, which works for everyone. And it's their springtime break, so we let them do as they want to do. I love all my babies, big and small. When I got back home, I appreciated being able to relax. 
I did talk to a few people on the phone, but the conversations weren't very long. I was tired and got ready for bed. Good night to all. March 17, 2022, this Thursday of the week of my baby's spring break. So I decided to take them to the pool, an inside pool at the motel not too far from home. The purpose was to swim anyway, so we did it locally. There's a small carnival in the city, but I wanted to take them swim because that's what they said they wanted to do. My son and Shia, his wife, can take them to the carnival if they want. We got to the room after 3 p.m. We got to the room and got ready to go down to the pool. The kids had a good time for a couple hours, and most of the time they had the pool to themselves. Madison came to and when she got ready, she came to swim too, and we had fun. After we were done swimming, Jose Jr. once wanted to go back to Mama and Papa's house to sleep there. Olivia wanted to stay with, with us in the room if we decided to stay or go home. We did stay. About 10.30 p.m., we fell asleep and had a good night's sleep. One more thing about staying in the room we got. The room number was 404. Madison and I both thought it was weird. I said, it may be weird, but I know she's here with us. They both are. Madison said, yeah. March 18, 2022. This morning when Olivia and I got up, we had to go to beep, beep. Madison stayed in the room and got ready for work. After Olivia and I was done in beep, we were on our way home and I saw a vehicle pass me and it had a memory sticker in their back window. I read it and felt bad for them. I looked as the car was driving on and on the license plate, the number was 444. I said, thank you, my angels. When we got to my house, I thought Olivia would want to play with her Barbies and or watch a Barbie movie, her two favorite things to do when she's at my house. But instead, she wants to shoot a game or to a pool. She even said, turn some music on. <laughs> I laugh. She's so silly. She likes hanging out with her nana. And oh my gosh, I love hanging out with her too. Olivia asked me, Nana, when Madison comes home, can we have a sleepover movie night? I said, I'm sure she will if you ask her. When Madison came in from work this evening, she wanted to go roller skating, so she took Olivia with her. It was a nice little break for me, and I greatly appreciate it. After they got home, Madison had stopped to get some snacks and asked if I would pop popcorn. I laughed. So they did do the movie night sleepover. Madison is so good to the little kiddos. They love their Madison. Thank you, God, for this day and every day. Protect us from evil. I fell asleep. March 19, 2022. This morning when I got up, it's quiet. It was quiet because Olivia had slept in, in until her mom called and needed her to come to Pawpaw's house to get ready for a wedding they had to go to. When we got ready, I took her to her mom. They all looked so nice. When I got back home and did some cleaning to kill the germs, I missed her. I love having them here on their school breaks, but when they leave, I miss them. When I was done cleaning, I was able to relax. 
About 8 p.m. this evening, Samantha called and asked, Nana, what are you doing? Are you at home? I said, nothing, and yes, I'm home. She said, Olivia wants to spend another night with you. I laughed and said, all right. A few minutes later, they were at the door. Samantha visited for a few minutes, then went back over to her mom and dad's. Olivia wanted to shoot some more pool. Uh-oh, I have created a five-year-old pool shark. Just kidding, I hope. When Madison came in from work, her and Olivia laid down in her room and watched the movie they started the night before. I was able to kick back for a little while before bed. Staying busy really does help, but it's still there when you're not busy. God be with me and help someone to help me, to help all of them. March 20th, 2022, such an emotional morning. When I woke up, the weight of it was so heavy. I started crying. It bothers me so much. I'm not doing enough, it seems, is what I keep thinking. I keep asking for someone to help me. Uh, I thought so much about it, my head felt like it was exploding. I cry, I beg, I need relief. When we were all awake and up, I made breakfast. And after we were done eating, Madison wanted to go to the cemetery before she went to work. 12.58 p.m., we left to go to the cemetery, and when I pulled in, I felt a sense of peace. When I pulled up to Wyatt's area, I looked over at him, and I told him I loved him. I looked at the clock on the dash, and it was 1.11 p.m. I said to Madison, it's 1.11. She looked, and then looked over at Wyatt. I know I have to stay positive in my thoughts, but sometimes it feels as though there's no end to it. When we left Wyatt, I pulled up to Megan and I took pictures. I talked with her and I prayed to both of them for help. I pulled away and after we left the cemetery, I drove home to let Madison get ready for work. When I let her out of the car, I took Olivia to McDonald's for a happy meal before I had to take her back to Samantha. After we, she was done eating, she wanted to shoot a game of pool before she left, and we did. She beat me. I took her to my son's house, and they were all getting ready to go to the carnival, and I'm so happy the kids got to go to the carnival, too. They had a good spring break. When I got home, I had a few phone calls, and the day was about over when Madison came in from work, and as I sat here this evening, I had a good feeling. Now that the spring break is over, I can get a fresh start at the cemetery. I got ready for bed. March 21st, 2022, happy spring. It seems as though this morning is the same way I thought yesterday morning. I woke up and had a premonition to write the letter to the news stations. When I woke up again this morning with the same kind of feeling, 11.13 a.m., Patty called. It was so odd, too, because I was just thinking about her, but knew she already had too much on her plate, so it wasn't even a thought to ask her to help. As we talked about everything she's been doing to stay busy and not feeling well, she asked, have you heard any more from beep? I said no, but I wrote a five-page letter, and I'm trying to figure out a way to shorten it. She said, I'll do it. I said, you will? I didn't want to bother you because of everything that has gone on. 
Patty said, yes, I will. I said, oh, I said, well, if you feel up to it, read it and see how we can cut it down. She said, all right, I sent you a couple pictures, send me your letter. I said, I will, there's five pages. She said, all right, we said goodbye. Thank you, Patty. 3.12 p.m., Patty called. I missed her call. I was driving, so I had to return her call when I got home. 3.38 p.m., I called Patty. She wanted to know if I wanted to work on the letter. I said, sure. She said, get some paper and pen, and I would start with May 7, 2015, but put it in numbers, not words. It will shorten it up some. And I'm having a hard time seeing what it says. Will you rewrite it in black ink and take out the months, days, use numbers like May, use five? I said, all right. She said, okay, then send me that in black ink and I will see if I can see it. I said, all right. The conversation wasn't long. We said our goodbye. When I hung up, I rewrote the letter. I wrote bigger print and in black ink. I didn't use the word months or days, just numbers. For example, January 16, 2019, 1-16-2019, and yes, it does shorten it up. I finished with writing the letter at 5.05 p.m. I deleted the letter I sent her earlier and sent her the new one. Thank you, my friend. I'm staying hopeful. 5.07 p.m. I messaged Carla. I wrote, this is the letter I wrote, but I need it shortened in a letter form. If you want to read and think of anything you can help me, let me know. Carla wrote, I'm leaving the warehouse now. I will look at it later. I wrote, yes, yes, when you have time. Working then, and you be careful. Carla wrote, yes, I'm working in this rain. It is raining. It's been raining all day, off and on. We need it though, so don't complain. Patty hasn't gotten back to me yet, but she will. As soon as she's done with the letter, I'm sure. I really have to thank my grandbabies too, giving me that time with them to keep my mind off of all of this. All of this, it's so unnecessary. God bless me, bless all of us. Thank you. March 22nd, 2022. 7.53 a.m. my phone rang and it woke me up. It was my nephew Bobby checking on us because of the tornadoes we had in the state yesterday. 8.06 a.m. the phone rang again. It's my great niece. I didn't answer it. I'm trying to wake up. 8.45 a.m. I had a message and it's from Summer, the girl that found the envelope in the rental car. She wrote, hi, this is Summer. Gail left me your number not too long ago, and I didn't get around to reaching out to you until now. Thank you for letting me keep the envelope. I don't know if she told you or not, but my name is B. I wrote, you are so welcome. Yes, she sent me a picture of your business card, and thank you so much, Summer. B. It's so weird to me because when I saw your name was B. That is my daughter's last name, Mother of Megan, pertaining to this case. Summer wrote, the first thing I saw when I opened the envelope to figure out who it belonged to was, I pray my letter find you well. 
and I was like, I really feel like I need to read this. So once I actually read it and saw we have the same last name, I felt like I was definitely supposed to see it. You and I have similar detective skills, and everything you have done is exactly what I would have done. Also, April 4th is my dad's birthday, and currently my younger sister's due date for her daughter. I'm so sorry for your loss, and I'm even more sorry you have to go through all of this just to prove some sketchy stuff is going on. I wrote, oh, wow, yes. I believe it was meant for you also. It just seems like I'm fighting a losing battle, and I have so much proof to show pictures. I even overlaid a picture, and it proves it, too. I am just having a hard time for someone to look at the information. 9.25 a.m., Patty called. We talked for about 20 minutes. She suggested beep or beep, beep. She said she had a vision of a dark, slim man. She told me to look up the contact information on them, too. I told her about Summer, and she was happy for us. We talked a few more minutes and hung up. When I hung up, I did look up the contact information on these two guys. 9.43 a.m., Summer wrote, What Facebook page was created for this? I don't know why they're acting like it isn't a big deal when there's literally picture proof that they are lying. I wrote, cemetery cover-up, Jen White Philhauer. My niece created the page. I have reached out to so many and don't understand unless when the people call to ask questions, the city says I'm crazy. I mean, I don't know why no one wants to listen. And I swear to God, to my angels, this is 100% the truth. I beg for help, and not to sound desperate, but it's coming up on seven years with this, and it's bullshit on their part. Summer wrote, I found something online with some others upset with them. Have you talked to the two sisters that were told the day of their mother's funeral they couldn't bury her because it was flooded? The mom's name is Beep, Beep. I wrote, yes, I've talked with the sister. She gave me the pointers of what the city may be telling people when they call about my story. And she told me also to have a picture overlaid. 10, 11 a.m., Carla had messaged me and I responded then. And I told her, so emotional right now. I got a text from the lady in Beep that found the envelope in the rental car. And oh my gosh, Carla, she's back and forth asking me questions. She's on the cemetery page now asking questions about the case. Oh my gosh, let her be the one, please God. Carla wrote, really? Wow, this could be really good. I will be praying. I wrote, yes, really good. Please let it be the beginning to the end of this. Carla wrote, yes. I wrote, baby, I can use beep. It's not a thousand miles away. This may be what was meant to happen. Carla wrote, call me whenever you can. We can plan if you are serious about going up. I wrote, on messages still with Summer. And oh my gosh, we may not make it to surprise my brother, but for her to help us, 
We will have to go. Will you still go with me? Carla wrote, yes, I will go, as long as it doesn't overlap the time my friend is coming from. Beep! Which is in late April. And don't forget Natasha's wedding on May 24th. I wrote, okay, yeah, no. I would not interfere. Right, I got that marked down already. Carla wrote, all right, great. I wrote, yes, just ask, she just asked for the overlay picture. Carla wrote, wow, that's good. I wrote, yes, it is. Carla wrote, wait, I think I got my date wrong. Is Natasha's wedding the 24th of May? If so, it is on a Tuesday. I wrote, it's the 28th. Carla wrote, oh, wow. I haven't said anything to Dan about it. I did look at the calendar, and he has his children that weekend. I wrote, my head is just spinning. She's asking questions, which is a great thing. Man, it's going to be a fight. I'm happy. I'm emotional. I'm crying. I'm thankful. Carla wrote, I can imagine. It is just so awesome that she reached out to you. I said, yes, it is so much. She asked if beep was close enough to beep to help. I said, yes, beep can help. It's only 804 miles away. 10.26 a.m., I messaged Jen. I wrote, hey, baby, I heard from that lady who found the packet in the rental car. She asked me who posted the cemetery page. I said, you did. She asked me a question about, beep, I answered it. So if she contacts you, her name is Summer, beep. She said when she started reading and looking at the pictures, she said it was like it was meant for her to find the envelope. Jen wrote, okay, I will be looking for her to contact me. I wrote, okay, just let you know if someone odd contacts you, it is her. Jen wrote, all right. I wrote, oh my gosh, I could get help from beep because it's only 804 miles from us. Jen wrote, really, this is awesome. I wrote, yes. She just told me she is looking over all of it and will spread the word. Jen wrote, this is great news. I wrote another message asking if someone from lower beep could help. So I told her anyone could help as long as they are less than a thousand miles from beep. Oh my gosh, baby, is all I keep thinking. Jen said, if she can help, that would be awesome and a blessing. I said she even told me I investigated it just how she would have. Yes, a great blessing. Oh my gosh. She said it was meant for her to find this packet, and I believe it was too. I just keep crying. I told her how I get emotional from just talking about it. She said she was sorry for bringing it up, but this has got to be out there. The word has got to get out there. She is a godsend. Jen wrote, yes, it needs to get out there. I wrote, yes, and it's about time. 11.41 a.m., I messaged Gail. I wrote, Summer has contacted me. She asked me to see the overlay pictures, and I have been back and forth since 9 this morning. 12.55 p.m., I messaged Jen. I wrote, baby, if you're not busy, do you have the reenactment pictures? Jen wrote, let me look because I don't know if I have them on my phone or my tablet. It must be on my tablet 
I can get them when I get home. You are talking about the ones the photographer did, right? I wrote no, the ones I reenacted from 2008 compared to 2020. Jen wrote, those are all on the Facebook page, but I might have them on my phone, but not sure, let me look. I wrote, did we put them on the Facebook page? Jen wrote, I think so, let me look. I don't think they are, let me see if I have them. I lost some pictures when I, my phone messed up. I wrote, all right. Jen sent me a picture from 2004, 2008, and 2020. She wrote, are you talking about these? I said, yes, thank you, and I love you so much. Jen wrote, all right, that just made me feel better. I almost started crying thinking that I lost them and my phone was messed up. I wrote, no, crying. I'm the only one who's allowed to do that. And we both laughed. I wrote, oh my gosh, she is on this. 1.13 p.m., I sent her the reenactment pictures from 2008 until 2020. I wrote reenactment picture. This one was taken in 2008. Summer sent back the 2020 picture and asked, is this the same road in both pictures? If it is, this is clear as day. They are moved. I wrote, yes. Summer wrote, how can they even act like they did nothing wrong? Oh my gosh. I sent the photo from 2004 of me and Madison at Megan's grave. I sent a picture of the tree stump taken just a couple months ago. I wrote, compare the south tree and the north tree where people are, Megan's grave. Compare the tree stump. No tree stumps are alike. The tree stump doesn't match up to the north tree. But there was no tree cut down after 2010, 2011. When I finally was able to talk to someone, on March 28, 2016, because they wouldn't return our calls the first year it happened, that's when they said they cut down a tree, a tree that never stood where they say they cut one down. 1.18 p.m., I called my brother John back. He had tried to call earlier. I told him about what was going on, and then Gail came in from work, and I talked to both of them. I thanked Gail for leaving that packet in that rental car. Summer is messaging, so they let me go and get off the phone to work with her, and I was so grateful. 1.23 p.m., Gail messaged back. She wrote, oh, wow, glad she got back with you. I wrote, thank you so much. Summer has been on the phone since 8.45 this morning. She's asking questions. She said this was meant for her to find it. Gail wrote, you're welcome. I can't wait to hear how much she has in common with you. I wrote so much. It's trippy. Her dad's birthday and her sister is getting ready to have a baby on April 4th, same day as Megan's birthday. She's still asking questions. She just said she can clearly see the headstones have been moved. Gail wrote, wow. So maybe we need to make sure she knows everything. I wrote, yes. 1.32 p.m., Summer wrote, have you reached out to Consumer Protection Division with no luck too? I wrote, no, I haven't, never heard of it. I did reach out to our attorney general with a response of, he's not my personal attorney. 
1.36 p.m., Summer sent me a form. I wrote, thank you. Yes, I will fill it out. Summer wrote, honestly, I strongly believe the two photos showing that corner with that tree should be enough to prove your case that things were moved. Do you have the original paperwork that was done when you paid for the lot for her to be buried there? I wrote, yes, I have all documents and a layout of the map of the cemetery. 1.55 p.m., Summer wrote, I went to the beep website and tried to look up the cemetery plots, and they're not accessible through the website anymore. I wrote, oh, wow. The sister I talked to had mentioned if you try to put something up on their webpage, they take it down. And I do know when I first started this, I did see a piece of a family complaining of the cemetery flooding, and then it was taken down and I couldn't find it anymore. Summer wrote, I found a couple that I printed off. I wrote, oh, okay, good for you. Two o'clock p.m., I messaged Jen. I wrote, baby, do you have the pictures of the two maps? 2.01 p.m., Jen sent the two pictures of the maps. 2.41 p.m., I sent Gail a message. I wrote, she's on their webpage. Damn, this girl means business. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Gail wrote, you're welcome. I'm so happy, excited, and emotional. I'm crying. Thank you for listening. I look forward to you listening to, to episode two, part five. If you have any questions or comments, you can contact me at my email, Emily McMahon, lowercase letters, E-M-I-L-Y McMahon, M-C-M-A-H-A-N, 208 at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and stay kind with your words.